Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. One, two, clink. start recording and then we can just talk about random things I feel like off mic before not on this podcast we talked about something we had to tell our listeners oh yeah hot stuff <laughs> sorry what what do you mean sorry okay. stuff to do in the summer when it's hot oh yes let's like, girl, talk about I don't that. know stay inside and get some AC <laughs> and then let's talk about gaslighting what wow well we could do I bet we're gonna have a flawless transition in between things to do this summer fun New York City celebrities uh, and then gaslighting and male pride yeah only us I'm gonna start like this hey guys my my poop was green today and either means <laughs> I thought it was purple was it Gastro- purple, green? Ha- purple this morning neon green today oh my god this is the, also the worst part when I threw up, I there was like an entire spring roll. <laughs> like not Can you please not say that like, on the podcast? Like not bitten down or anything. Like it was it was fully intact. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I literally deep throw a fucking <laughs> Did that hurt coming back up? Well, I was literally like <laughs> <laughs> 
So for those of you not in tune with what we did last night, we, uh, Crying in Public, was invited to a restaurant opening. Julon Kitchen just opened their new patio feature. It was The event was sponsored by Don Julio, so you can imagine there was so much tequila in our faces the whole time. So Cindy and I were there having a good time, and you know that moment where you're kind of borderline drunk, but you recognize that you're about to be super drunk, but you're still kind of sober enough to have conversations? That's where we were borderline all last night until it hit... 8 p.m. It just went downhill from there. Like, last night was insane. But it was really fun. Like, the event was fun. There were hors d'oeuvres served on platters, and everyone was so nice. We met a lot of, like, New York City TikTok influencers, which was really fun, and, like, Instagram influencers, which was great. They're all super nice. Guys, Fabulous was there. I haven't heard of Fabulous since 2006. Fabulous the Rapper. He was there. there. And so was the owner of the Instagram account, New York IG. Like, literally one of my favorite accounts. Been following it forever. So that was exciting to just meet some of our heroes. But anyway... Guys, guys, we love TikTokers. I'm going to start using a slapstick, and every time you go, guys, when you try to change a subject, I'm going to hit you with it. People that have a platform for a reason are, like, great people. Yeah. But I think that there's – oh, my feet smell so bad. There's two <laughs> – there's three or four six things that people don't understand. Number one, the quirky white girl uh, aesthetic, the Emma Chamberlain, the others. I just don't get it because, like, they become famous for being quote-unquote relatable. Like, they burp once and wear sweatpants. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you're literally me. And then they become (laughs) famous and start modeling Louis Vuitton and get their own coffee company, and they're no longer relatable. So, like, what was the purpose, you know? Like, people that are just, like, famous for being rich. Like, I don't really get it. Like, if you have a platform, it should be for something. Or, like, to add something to the world, to people's lives. Like, inform. Or if you're funny. Like, funny is is an innate talent. Like, you have to be born. You can't become funny. Funny is one of the hardest talents in the world. Because Have you heard that saying, like, you can make someone cry semi-easily but like like making someone's cry it make okay i'm gonna start that whole thing over Sarah, you pull all these, all these random heard, things from her butt boss level boss level have you heard the phrase that making someone cry is one thing but no you're gonna make me laugh making someone cry is one thing but making someone laugh is like super super hard no definitely that's a saying <laughs> but um, it is. i'm just not saying it right it's a big saying in theater i like to point out that she said you're gonna make me laugh and it just doesn't, I'm telling you, not everyone has it. So it's uh-huh. just genetic quality, you know? You're very funny. Thank you. You're a very It's because I was ugly person. as a child. Oh. <laughs> as well as now. You gotta have something going for you. I was ugly as a child. and Shut I'm up. Not, no, ha- literally. Oh. Literally. Have you seen pictures of me from the eighth grade with my braces and my pink glasses? It was a horn, it was horn-rimmed glass, moon, moon-rimmed glasses. Moon-horn. <laughs> with gems on the sides and they were pink. And I had pink in bra- the braces that got food stuck in them. 24 7 okay. that's what i look okay, like but this grade. is the difference this is the difference what? the things about you that were like oh like i'm awkward middle schooler you could take those off mine was my face <laughs> i couldn't change it i couldn't take it off if you guys know what i'm talking about if you guys have seen my tiktok i don't know why i think i've seen it it has like four views of my forehead as a child and all the comments are like oh sweetie you guys, go follow Sydney's TikTok. It's really funny. She talks about how her high school produced psychopaths. It's yeah. really funny. And and no. if you're hearing this right now, DM the Crying in Public podcast Instagram and bully Sydney into posting more on her TikTok. Yeah. Oh, wait, guys. So funny. We posted a like a preview, a preview, a picture of Pointy Boy on our Instagram last night. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is like we have all these nicknames. But I really genuinely did not think anyone cared or followed them. So to get, like, responses, like, referring to the names from the story was so funny to me because we don't, we forget the names sometimes. 
we'll be like bleep bleep their actual names and then like oh shit so that's funny we also must have gotten like eight and a half million comments asking asking about mr medium after he posted pony yeah girly i can't post Mr. medium on my regular account let alone oh (laughs) yeah there's some issues over there but guys pony's in the room right now say hi come say hi no come over (laughs) here and say hi yes i'll we should have a set with him too once i want you to say hi he loves me everybody he loves me he loves me not (laughs) (laughs) say hi hey he went hey that's not how he sounds in real life my boyfriend is not a frat douchebag you guys say something normal what do you want to say oh i just want to play minecraft okay oh do you guys match on purpose i know you did no no Wait, question. What? Is there a reason why you use a nickname for him? Pony? Like, do you want your name to be said on it or no? I've always wondered that. I feel like is that, is that a you that. thing or a him thing? The reason, no, it was a me thing. Because yeah. I, I didn't want to say his name at first because it was new and it was exciting and I didn't know whether or not we were going to last. Now I know. Hey. <laughs> now, now it's real and it's not scary to me That's anymore. That's funny, though. because like, My commitment issues are no longer here. We never discussed this. Ever we just started using nicknames. Yeah. Yours is because of you. Yeah. Mine's because I physically cannot say it, so... <laughs> That's yeah, cute. I was scared of commit. I was scared to post him on my social media accounts. I was scared to say his name on the podcast. I was scared of him on my TikTok. I was scared of him in general, but now yeah. we're okay. Guys, I literally. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. What is it? I don't want it. I don't know if you want me to say it. No, say it. Say <laughs> I it. literally. We, me and Sarah. Me and Sarah are so codependent that we have a shared calendar together, just like of our lives. Like whatever we do okay. is on that calendar. And I literally wanted to just add it to the calendar. Sarah's going to post Pony on her Instagram, and she did it. I did it. I did on her. it. I think we knew that though. <laughs> Eric's like, this is the bare minimum, Sarah. You are not a good girlfriend. <laughs> See, what I did was I did it without permission, and then he untagged himself from the post. <laughs> Both times. Yeah. Oh, I love. Are the it. cherries on your shirt? Are they are they emblematic of something? Or do you just like cherries? They're emblematic of my breasts. And breasts? I thought cherries your vagina. Oh, your butt. it's emblematic of my. Ew. <laughs> bad, bad word. I feel like so like the cherries. This is what I don't like about um, cherries that aren't that are like on something mm-hmm. is because the like the drawing of a cherry is of an actual cherry. Yes, but the color is of maraschino cherries, like the fake ones. Yes, yes. So it's like, why are you lying? I don't know. That's a what, great what question. What cherry is it? Also, Pony and I got in a very interesting argument the other day, not in a sexual context. <laughs> it's like, don't no, we got in a debate about this for very briefly the other day. And this wasn't even like in like we weren't talking about sex. We weren't de- debating sex. It was just like this com- this conversation came up. Is a pussy called like I know you hate that word I and that's that I'm going to keep using it cuz I hate cats. Is it is it called like in aquatic terms? Aquatic? Yeah, in aquatic terms, in nautical terms. Is it called sushi or fish? Is it called fish or sushi or neither? Because that's offensive to women. Um, Do you mean (laughs) what is a fish vagina is called? No, like what to describe a vagina in the like in you know how like men on TikTok are always like, oh, I want some sushi tonight. Like, is it called fish sushi? What term is what applied for? I don't know. This is to all the men out there. Actually, any vagina-loving human beings. If you are referring to a punani by sushi or fish, she has a yeast infection or she has BV. It (laughs) it should not smell like that. Okay, I'm so sorry, though. Yeast infections? 
Croissant. To me, they don't smell like fish. They smell like baking croissants. In no, the yeah, yeah. That have been there for six hours straight yeah. and start the to smell only time wrong. I knew, sorry, Eric, or, sorry, <laughs> that I knew how to yeast infection was because all my farts smell like croissants. <laughs> I remember I told you that. Yeast infection like, doesn't travel towards your anal cavity. So why did your farts smell like that? <laughs> my, ass is, my ass is so fat that it all just goes in one area. <laughs> your ass is so my ass is so fat. It's really not. Guys, but it is. Oh my god. How long have we been talking for? We've been talking for ten minutes. Because Summer. should I at the end oh or should I at the beginning? Because you, you might click off if oh. it's New York. Let's yes. oh, wait, why don't you do, why don't we just make it a TikTok on the account? You're right. Let's so discuss it for stuff. five minutes on the episode at the end. Yes. Okay. Can um, we get to talk about it though? So then yes, we can put and it on also the we Instagram. TikTok about it. Thank you, and make it a reel. I'll make it. I'll make sure to make it thirty seconds, so it'll be a reel. Is that salmon not? Sydney's eating salmon right now. Everyone, is that not good? No, it's good. But made a face. I want ginger beer. Do you want tequila? Wait, why did I just ask you that? I'm so sorry. To give you... <laughs> I have. So you were so lucky that I, that so was an immediate tequila. reaction. <laughs> oh my god! I will never drink tequila again in my life. Oh yeah, to finish my previous story from like the pre, like the very bare minutes of this podcast what am i saying what are you talking about i don't know wait but to finish my earlier sentiment there was a chemical imbalance in my liver <laughs> due to what's it killing me out of okay anyway anyway i put, I put so this rotten agave in my mouth Ew. and it, it created chemical imbalance that my body did not agree with and thus rejected <laughs> that is what happened i'm so you so we were talking about this just before we started recording i'm in cindy's room last night and we're just like having late night girl chats and um she like it's like it's getting emotional and like it's getting kind of serious and Cindy all of a sudden goes wait stop I need to call my mom so she goes in the bathroom and I'm like I know this girl's about to shower for three hours <laughs> and then all of a sudden I hear the of the shower running and I know it's over so I this thing was I'm pretty sure my mom texted me a million times <laughs> I had the the like the yes. mindset to go call her yeah like I saw your mom texting you yeah. yes but it's I like know. You know when you go into a room and you forget what you need? Yes. Or like you open the fridge and you can't find the mustard? Yes. I went into the bathroom and I was like, okay, I must be here to shower. And then I came back to my room and Sarah was gone. And I was like, did I just dream that? <laughs> but what did you do? And this is the oh, funniest yeah. part. So whenever anything is wrong with me, like if I'm upset, if I'm tired, if I'm stressed, I just lay face down on the ground in the bathroom. I don't know why it'd be helping. Because yes. it's like a sauna. <laughs> only the Y'all, only- our bathroom is three inches wide. I don't yeah. know how you do it. The only thing is, I put my feet in the shower. Oh, the only okay. thing is, is that um, our, we have a rain, rain, rainfall shower. Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. We have a rainfall shower, so the steam comes from up top, not at the bottom. So, like, I'd be chilling on the ground. Then if I stand up, it's like <gasps> asthma. I cannot breathe. There's so much. Because our bathroom's two inches big, and there's so yeah. much steam. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I told that story. No, but. I mean, I prompted it, and it's. I, it was so funny. It was really, really funny. Oh Last God. night was very fun. It was a very fun night, and we wish that. You all. That's what I was about to say. She's gonna come, bestie. Yeah, three hundred thousand of you. We wish all of you could have been there. It was really fun. She said, "Subtle plug." The moment I, yeah, the moment I knew it was fancy and that I didn't belong there was when they were passing around hors d'oeuvres on platters, being like, "Would you like some dipped in this truffle? Oh my god, in radish sauce?" And I was like, "No, but I'll take a spring roll." Y'all, all the food was so good, but we got served this mysterious meat on a stick (laughs) that was hot pink. And I knew that yeah. when I went to the bathroom to reject the agave, I literally just thought about that pink chicken and it came out like, like it was just coming out. I was like, ew, that thing was so ew. nasty. Why is it hot pink? Not just the, the inside and the outside were hot pink. Ugh, I just want some so ginger gross. beer. 
Yes. With some mint lemon. Okay, Diggin's ginger drink is so good. I've never um, been to Diggin. We keep, I don't know why I go once a week and you haven't been with me. Because we're always together. I know, and you always get Diggin. So why haven't I ordered it alongside with you? We're going to change that. We're going to change it when we move. Guys, we're moving in three it's days. Flat. And we need to start packing. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Nothing is packed. And the thing is, this entire apartment is ours, pretty much. Yeah. Everything in this living room besides besides the couch and the table or the coffee table are ours. So that's kind of yeah. scary. And we have... No, we have to. And it's also going to be annoying because we don't want to leave. <clears throat> We're um, two people in a four-person apartment right now. So we don't want to leave our other two roommates <clears throat> with this big mess to clean up and miss things that we that are ours but we forgot are ours. So that puts a lot of pressure on us. Like, I'm stressed about it. Like, I want to do a one-trip... Done and done. What's the other, yeah. what's that saying? One and done. One and done. I was like, were, done and done. You were almost there. One extra. You letter. held it in your fingertips, but then you ended up squashing it in the end, and I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. Sorry. Gaslighting. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> what we were supposed to talk about today? We we planned this last night. Yeah. We were at tired. dinner when we were tired, and we were just so much going on. Yeah, you know? something was just going on, and we could not figure out what we decided. And then Ponyboy was like, "It's gaslighting." We were like, "How do you know that?" Yeah. But uh, good memory. Oh, the trash smells so bad. <laughs> no, it's not. I know what feet smell like because mine smell sometimes too, and his feet smell. And it's not feet. It's not. And my dad's feet smell worse than ours combined. So okay, your smell like flowers is what I was going to say. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity. For yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, 
There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. So anyway. Oh, oh, yeah. Mr. Medium, we were, were, you know, pillow talk, like couples do. Seeing the rain, seeing the pleasure. Nobody like you, better like me. Oh, first I was like, <laughs> not what? the words. Yeah, you were you were close. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hello. <laughs> and he goes, "How much do you weigh?" Actually, I'm a guess. He starts with 160. <gasps> Excuse me. Oh wait, that's actually really mean. <laughs> he- no, but no, no, no. It's not me because yeah. if you ever saw Sydney in person, slash, have seen her Instagram, slash, have seen her Instagram photos on the podcast, you know she's not 160 pounds. His name is also chonky, but it's whatever. No. And he just kept guessing, and I was like, number one, you could have just stopped at the beginning of the sentence, because you don't need to guess. No. And, and you then, should never guess anybody's weight. Yeah. A lot of people say never guess a woman's weight. You should never guess anybody's weight. I feel like we look like the cucumber and the tomato from VeggieTales. <laughs> 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 if you <laughs> like to talk to Okay, tomatoes. this girl knows every song from <laughs> VeggieTales by heart. I don't know how. Wait, let me, let me do it for a second. If... I uh, like to waltz with potatoes up and down the produce aisle. Boy, have we got a song for you. Broccoli, celery, wannabe. Sounds like healthy food propaganda. I'm done, but that that's the song. I have one memory of that show, and I was, at, I was at vacation oh Bible school watching fucking VeggieTales, and this bitch cut my braid off with a little girl <gasps> behind me. No, you're lying. And How old were you? Like four or five. <gasps> oh, Tammy. Tammy? Oh, no, Tammy. She's <laughs> like, what the fuck? We never went there again. But yeah. Do you guys don't know, no. my mom, she's a, she's a mom. She's yeah. a, she's a, she's Tammy. a, Tammy. We need to get, we need to talk about our topic. Yeah. Oh my, what did episode with our moms? That is a brilliant idea. We have to do one. Our moms are iconic. Our moms are so funny because they're the complete opposite of us both. Like we're the most loud personal uh, provocative people we're provocative yeah. people we are and in, we and tell Pepe. everyone all of our business yes. both our moms are like so sweet and girls don't cry and we're like Ugh. this so, is yeah. funny though you, this is why an episode would be interesting because you can't curse in front of your mom yeah. and i talk about ball sacks in front of Bro, my mom. we were at dinner so. and, and seriously you're talking about how she likes like what low-hanging ball sacks and i was like <laughs> your mom is sitting right there in front of Mr. Medium, you and my mother. That's what yeah. made it so awkward. I don't know why I said and that. And he was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. my Mr. Medium and Sarah's mom get along so well. It's yeah. so random. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Medium and my my mom loves Mr. Medium. Yeah. And Mr. Medium's like, I want to meet Sarah's dad. Set it up. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. so random. My dad, you know what? I told my dad about Mr. Medium the other day. And he was like, objectively, I might have been able to like Mr. Medium, but he's like, I know what he does to my girl, so no, I don't like him. I was like, he's oh. yeah, like my mom. I was like, if I see his face while I'm there, I swear to God. I was like, oh my lord. After my dad, after brunch the other day, because we all got brunch with my parents and you, and it was awesome at the Smith in New York City, which is a chain. It's brunch. It's awesome. Oh, um, my dad, oh my God, took such a liking to sitting, not in like a weird way, just in oh. like a, he like, thinks you're so smart and funny and intellectual and he's like that's just a great friend like never let her go and I was like oh dad when people tell me I'm smart I laugh because I'm the dumbest person I've ever met in my entire life yeah like no <laughs> we were talking about this earlier yes. sometimes I'd be like doing something and I forget how to do it like the stair thing like you walk upstairs and you're like 
What? Yeah, like, what am I doing right now? How do I approach this next step? Yeah. 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 Have you ever been gaslighted, Sydney? (laughs) Girly. (laughs) Gaslight is, like, my own... No, I don't get... I don't gaslight. I get lit the fuck up. Because (laughs) for some reason, I only attract one type of guy, and it's a type of guy that can do nothing but gaslight. Got you. Like... Cute. My prime example is my first boyfriend from hell in high school. Um, he's the one that cheated on me like literally like 17 million times. That's how I look during this What? What is that doing? baby thing? <laughs> yes. How long yes. are you talking for? Um, 30 minutes. So I will, wait, I <laughs> went to this, now I have to tell the story about, okay, oh, on wait. our bar. Okay, yes. On our makeshift bar, there is a ceramic baby with its butt sticking up in the air. Sydney just said that that's how she probably looks during sex. I went to Tao downtown. And if you've ever been to Tao, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just kind of appealing to our New York-based listeners right now. And um, at Tao, they have these little ceramic, like, dolls enough for each person at the table. So I just assumed they were for free. And so I took one. And then I got in the Uber. And I looked at the bottom. It said, stolen from Tao. And I was like, I really don't think I was supposed to take this. And then I called later because I felt that bad about it. And I wasn't supposed to take it and i, I was like in theory stolen under it like they assume people are gonna take it yeah so, funny. so <clears throat> oh wait the story yes yeah. oh yes sorry yes they're good um so anyway he cheated <sighs> on me like 57 million times yes. but the one time i like i told a story before about how i saw this random girl's uh location on at his house on snapchat and he was like oh she's at my neighbor's place like they're friends i know his neighbor i danced with her and they're not friends because she's literally like 30 um, and so I finally got him to admit it, and his excuse was that being his girlfriend made him really confident, and he was so confident that he would, thought he could get other girls, so it's my fault. And so I ended up apologizing that he cheated on me. That's I the funniest moment of your life. I was, it has to be. I, like, see it. Like, I think about it, and I'm like, what? That, that's how much of a pushover I am. Oh, I apologize. I Actually, that's I always so do funny. that. I do that every time. I apologize a lot when I shouldn't. So I understand where you're coming from. However, that is an extreme thing there. It's like <clears throat> someone's doing something where you know in your heart that if you did it, they'd break up with you in minus negative eight seconds. But it, but they did it. Do you know, so it's okay. To put it in perspective, the funny thing is the reason why that guy broke up with me yes. is because he goes to UVA that Tom Shepherson built that school. And I told him that Tom Jefferson is uh, a racist and a rapist. And he told me he was taking a class on uh, slavery and racial injustice. And I was like, sweetie, isn't that a little weird you're taking that at Tom Jefferson's school? And then he dumped me and told me I was going to die alone. I was there for that. Yeah. That was the beginning of a beautiful friendship. That yeah. was in Kimmel. Do you yeah. remember? <clears throat> I've never laughed so hard. Like, he broke up with me because I said Tom Jefferson... Like, he did. I, just, yeah. I just fact. Yes. So, I don't know. And it also, like, that comment wasn't... That comment necessarily wasn't directed at him. It was directed at his school and how maybe, like, the school should be renamed and how blah, blah, blah. It could have been directed at him because he's an asshole, but, like, yeah. you know, that's clearly not how you meant it. It was a genuine question, too. Yeah. I was like, bestie what? <laughs> yeah. But, um... No. But he took it in a certain way. Men are so annoying. Yeah. They're so annoying. Like, Why? Okay, we should probably explain what gaslighting is because we never did. We didn't didn't introduce it like whatsoever. Okay, Do you so, want to explain what it is and then I'll just say something super quick, just super quick? Yes. And that is, I feel like so many people um, use the term gaslighting 
like in all the wrong contexts. Like if you get in a fight, someone will be like, you're gaslighting me solely because you're mad at me. Or like they'll misuse the word gaslighting when in reality, like you did something super bad. Someone calls you out for it and gets mad at you for it rightly. And then someone's like, oh, you're gaslighting me because X, Y, and Z. That's not what gaslighting means. Take it away. Because so many people misuse this term to their advantage. And that is even a form of gaslighting. So hitchhiking on that point. Uh, and the Maldives. If, yeah, in the Maldi- Maldives. 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 I thought it was Maldives. I, I see life. nothing right, so I just be saying okay. things. It's like if you get called out for doing something right, like rightfully so, yes. like you fucked up, you did something awful, and you got called out for it, to then be like, I'm being ga-. Like, no, you're not. You got called out, and you pay the consequences for your actions. Like, that's, like, gaslighting's a serious thing, and throwing it around just because your feelings are hurt or you got called out for something. Yeah. It's not only stupid, it's also dangerous. But anyway, gaslighting. There's obviously, like, levels to this shit. Yes. And, but in general, general, the, des- the description that's in my head that I did not look up because I probably should have looked it up is when, um, let me look it up. <laughs> I was about to um, say, do you just want to look it up really quick? Because, like, I could explain it. It was going to take me 30 minutes to explain something. It could take two seconds. So, oh, yes. Did you look up gaslighting? Yes, I did. Okay. Let's hear so, it. Let's hear it. Let me cite my sources. Okay. Google. Google. Google Dictionary. Are you done with your digging? Mm-hmm. Can I Do please have yes. carrots? Thank you. I just want carrots. I'm the carrots so good, good as shit. Yeah. So to gaslight is to manipulate someone psychologically into questioning their own sanity or reality. So you can be, I mean, so usually in the context in relationships, and obviously that sounds like pretty bad. Like there is, it's as simple as like, Oh, you made me do this. You made me cheat. You made me lie, etc. But it can get to a point where, like, it does have like se- severe psychological effects on people. So it's something you should take lightly. And definitely, like, we had an f- episode about red flags. But for me, that's one of the biggest red flags. Even though I definitely take it, which I shouldn't, you know. <laughs> but um, we're gonna talk about our own experiences with it. Why it sucks and how you can like, respond to it. Because I'd like to know also. And yeah, maybe the correct ways to respond with it. Like to move forward. Yeah. Because like, not only to me is it a sign of disrespect in terms of like in the relationship of the other person, but also like that shit fucks with your head. Like you're literally questioning something that you saw or you felt into thinking like, did I actually see? Did I actually feel that? Etc. You know, because it can't. It doesn't have to be just something physical. It can be like if I say I'm upset about something, you're like you have no reason to be upset. Then you're like, shit, do I really not? You know? You said it right the first, you literally question your own sanity. Yeah. And like whether or not, like, first it's on its surface, it's like questioning your own sanity. And then if someone tells you enough, why are you so mad? Why are you so mad? Well, you know I'm like this. Why are you so mad? This is just who I am. I'm literally just an asshole. Like, why are you so mad? Um, and like, you shouldn't be feeling this way because it's not what I did. Or like, even lying about stuff, like, oh, this isn't what I did. You're just crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you're told that enough, not only will it lead to feelings of kind of like insanity, but it can also lead to outbursts. It can lead to temporizingness. It can lead to even questioning the fact that if you even deserve to be loved, I want to be alone the rest of my life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, do I, am I worthy of this? Because everyone before, everyone everyone has told me how I'm crazy you know what I mean so it, it's kind of that's how it can lead to something more extreme as an example not a personal experience or anything <laughs> not like I felt it or anything no, no. it's definitely also a slippery slope into emotional abuse because yeah. the longer the person does it slash gets away with it they start thinking they can do more do and worse, then it gets worse and then it gets worse yes. worse and worse and it does become emotional abuse so I feel like 
I definitely need to take my own advice because I have let it go on too long in like multiple relationships and it has permanently affected my self-esteem, my insecurities, and also my ability to like, because I obviously I have, um, I forgot, you know, like attachment styles. Have you ever seen those videos about like what kind of person you are with relationships? Like, are you avoidant? Are you et cetera? Yeah, I have. So like, I think my attachment styles changed and gotten worse because of gaslighting. Because mm, then I start to fear things in my relationships, not just that person, but in general. Like, do I deserve to be loved? Like, do I, like, am I bringing this all upon myself type thing? And that's affected me in every relationship I've had. Friendship, romantic. Family. Familial. Did I say familial? You did, and that was very, like, English essay of you. I'm very proud yeah. of you for that. But, like, also, you're so right, and, like, I'm really glad you brought that up because those like feelings of insecurity that like you didn't bring upon yourself and like it's completely someone else's doing can overflow on so many aspects of your life including motivation professions academic like you could academic. be yeah academic like you could literally not want like you could sit there and be like I don't like why am I doing this for what I'm not going to have, like, it could, it could take a self, it could take a toll on your self-confidence in general. You know what I mean? Not even just with relationships, like, with everything. And it can honestly, like, trigger depression. And that's what sucks because, you know, like, it's just completely someone else's doing and it's, like, nothing that you brought upon yourself and it's nothing that, like, developed within you. It's, you know. So that's what makes it, like, the, the worst form of emotional abuse literally yeah. ever. And it sucks because the person who's doing it, receives no negative benefit from it you know it allows them to continue their behavior but the person who receives it something that stays with you for a really really long time because like even with like my relationships like for example i so i'll talk about the attachment style attachment theory in a second because i just got my head together one example is like i am the kind of person we talked about this before and like probably the last episode or the one before that Mm -hmm. that i enjoy being in committed relationships i don't like seeing most people at once i don't like being open I don't like polyamory. That's just kind of the person I am. And that's formed from my past experiences and just who I am as a person. And so being in a situation ship where I don't have that kind of security does scare me. But the most common form of gaslighting that I receive or that I get is that people or like the guys that I see will lie to me about being with other people knowing that that's how I feel. And then say, oh, I had to lie because or else you'd be upset. But it's like, I'm even more upset, not only because you did it, but because you lied to me about it. Like, you just made the burden on me worse and make me feel worse. And then you, and then on top of that, you made it feel like it was my fault. Something that could have been, like, an easy conversation and just been done at that and hurt me, like, hurt me, but not as much, has now become this full-blown thing because you've made me hurt in three different ways. Something that's going to last with me also because it's kind of like, okay, well, am I making him go see other people? Am I making him lie to me about it? Because then it seems like it's my fault. And it, the thing that it does is that it relieves them of all, what's the word? Responsibility. Yes, yes. Yes, I was like, what is the word <laughs> that is that word? Because men don't ever do it, so that's yeah. why you can think of it. And it, doesn't, it means that they can, can avoid accountability. Yeah. That's like the big thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, accountability culture, I'm going to start that. It's probably already a thing. You should start that. Base start your entire team. platform off of de-platforming people who don't deserve a platform. Me. You suck. I can't explain why. I just don't like you. <laughs> Cancel <laughs> Literally, people, you suck people, and I just don't like people you. should be canceled for no reason. You, I just don't. Um, you. No, but what I was gonna say is like also, gaslighting is unique 
in the form of like not only does it make you feel crazy in the moment like let's say you confront something I, I'll use like what your example that you just said um, hey are you cheating on me are you seeing this person like why were you here that night gaslighting comes in many forms it can be like oh I wasn't there that night it can be oh I wasn't there that night why are you saying that you should not be involved in my business? How did you know I was there that night? That's creepy. You're stalking me. Um, it like could also be skills. like flat out lie. Like, no, I wasn't there that night. You're crazy for even thinking I was. It can come in so many different forms. And it's hard to identify it, which is ironic because a lot of people like misidentify it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like gaslighting encompasses a lot of things. But people always seem to like miss Like always just right outside in the realm of like what gaslighting actually is people are always like oh well, you're gaslighting me and it's like no i just got upset at something you did and the worst part is is that when people continue to gaslight you and like or just from my experience yeah. like the more they do it the more i get accustomed to it so it affects me less and less like i just get over it faster which is obviously which awful. is desensitizing and it's yeah. really bad and then the one time I, like after maybe like 10 times of that i blow up because i'm like i'm just i'm frustrated you know yeah and then you're being so dramatic like as I should be, bitch. Like, why else would I be happy yes. about it? And, and then also, I find out it's the truth. Yes. And I'm like, okay, so what was this whole, like, dance for? Let's talk about gaslighting with friends really quickly. Because I think this is a very important thing that we need to establish, especially in realizing toxic friends. Crying in public gets a lot of DMs about, I don't like my friend group anymore. I've outgrown my friend group. What do I do? How do I get out of the situation? And I think to answer that question, a lot of it is realize when your friends are literally gaslighting you i think it's important to establish here that it's not just within relationship romantic relationships yeah. but it's also within friends family family oh family not, all the men oh. in my family mm. not just my family like all families yeah. that like they'll do something and then will anyone will be like i'm upset about it I'm like when are you upset just my job as your parent and i'm like no it's not your job as your parent like emotional abuse is emotional abuse no matter where it's the relationship from. is, you know? Professor, teacher, peer, familial, oh. boyfriend, girlfriend, Professors. literally doesn't matter. They'll be like, oh my god, the pandemic is so hard, so I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm, I, I understand that. But here's 16 more tests, all due tomorrow, and I won't be grading them until next year. And this like, is gaslighting. When you email your professor being like, I'm also in three other classes besides this one that are just as rigorous as yours, if not more, I have 80 other million things to do, can I please get a three-day extension on this essay? email back uh no because you should handle time management better <sighs> and you also should uh realize that you have like you've known that you had three other classes so you should have scheduled out your work better it's been on the syllabus since the start of the semester you should have known that's gaslighting good morning we all have lives we're all yeah. human beings like we all get distracted and we all get like we also can't be doing work 24 7 yeah. no one can be doing work 24 7 and professors really really expect that of you it's very frustrating. Have you ever experienced that with a professor or a teacher in high school or grade school? I just don't be doing it. Actually, yes. Yeah. But then I'm kind of like, like what are you, you going to do about it? Like, you know? I have this glorious professor. And so does Sydney. I want to talk about Sal for a second. We have this amazing professor. Yeah. I got an infection in my pinky for one day. And I emailed my professor about it, and I was like, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't come to class today. I was at the doctor's getting this checked out, and he was like, oh, my God. He offered an extension for an essay. I didn't even have to ask for it. He was like, oh, my God, your pinky hurts? No, unacceptable. Turn in your essay to me by the end of the week, and, like, that'll it'll count as, like, not late at all, and, like, just handle it, and I hope you're okay. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, what a glorious human. The same professor, I got super sick after my second vaccine, 
and we had a paper due that I just gently did not do. And I was like, Professor, I'm so sorry. Like, I used to turn myself in on time, but I'm just really not feeling well. And, like, I'm not on my A game. And he was like, LOL, yeah. Like, send it whenever you want, okay? And I was like, okay. I sent it in literally a week later. And he was like, here. And he gave me the grade back in, like, an hour. And I was like, thanks. Yeah. A's on both of them? Yeah. Me too. I feel like I don't have to worry about this class. We have one more paper left. Yeah. I have not gone to class in about two months, so. No. But yeah, I mean, so in addition, in in conclusion, gaslighting can come in many forms and it's very frustrating. And for me, it's just frustrating because like I pride myself personally in handling things in a very nice, healthy way. And I think that like it's very frustrating when I feel like the the harm of my past relationships friendship familial or relationship wise overflow onto the relationships I have now no matter what they are it's frustrating because it's like if you it's frustrating because you can pinpoint it to an exact situation you're like if this exhibit a did not happen then I would not be reacting this way to something you did and maybe I'd be reacting more calmly and more um neutrally but that's not the case because of what other people did and I think that that's very and it's not like you know I'm not trying to like you have to accept responsibility for yourself. You have to know things that you did wrong so you never do it again. But gaslighting, if you've ever been gaslighted, I feel like that's a very unique, especially if it's to an extreme stance. It's not physical, you know? Yeah. It's, it's mental. You so can't it's hard put a Band-Aid to, over it and put you a sporn on it. Yeah. You have to go to therapy. Or, and if you don't, you have to be completely, really healthy about your coping mechanisms, yeah. which is hard. So to colonization... One thing that, like, I've been getting really into recently, I just like reading things that explain to me why I yes! messed up. Recommendations! <laughs> yes. I love this recommendation corner. Yeah. Like, um, tell me what's wrong with me. Like, I, give me words for it so I can pretend like it's normal. So, um, I was seeing these videos on TikTok, and it's like a relationship therapist or something. I don't know what her job is. She's something with that. She's like a PhD or whatever. Um, Have you sent me her videos before? Probably. Probably. But she had this thing on, like, attachment styles. And it's, like, attach- your attachment style, there's four of them. And it's just a way of explaining how you relate to others, specifically in relationships and friendships, mostly relationships, and h- how or why you have that certain style. And it helps you understand so many more things you can't really put into words. But so your attachment style, you initially get it or develop it when you're like a baby like in the first year of your life because that's when you're your most helpless and you learn how to rely on people for things because you have no way of doing things yourself so that's how you'd like start developing it and then as you get older it's informed by relationships or exes or being gaslighted and things like that and so there's four of them the first one is a secure attachment style. That means you are you are normal and you got your shit fucking together. Like yes. you have secure relationships, you have secure friendships. You feel like you have no um, anxiety or issues about being in a relationship. Like you are secure in it, you're chill. Those are the bitches that get married when they're like 16 in high school. Yes, and then stay married. Then stay Those married. are the bitches that get married when they're literally 17 and then stay married and die together and, they, and have like 80 kids. And they, they always have white and orange Instagram aspects with an ugly ass filter. Yes, and they, and they always post about their marriage twice a month. And their kids' names are like Brinley, Kaylee, Brinwood, Buttercup. Amy. Daffodil. Dove. Snow White. And <laughs> they have 700K on Instagram, and their bio is a is a quote from the Bible. 
And then it's like, I love my husband with all of my heart. Ring, 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 ring. Lock emoji. At his name. Like, yeah. Like, go you girly. I wish I was you, but I'm not. Yeah. But um, you're not afraid of intimacy. You don't get panicked or scared about your relationship and intimacy and things like that. So, like, yes. go you. The second one is probably me. It's anxious attachment. So, it's basically insecurity. You're scared of deep feelings, commitment, abandonment. You you feel more comfortable being alone just because the idea of being in a relationship scares the shit out of you. And so, this doesn't really mean you're not in a relationship. It just means, like, when you are in one, you're constantly worried about, like, are they going to leave me? Do they really like me? Like, are they going to abandon me? Are they going to hurt me? Because of, like, your past. Yeah. Um, that's, like, 19% of adults, according to Google. 19%? Yeah, like, Only 19%. 19%? Yeah. Secure oh. must be, like, 0%. I was about to say, what's secure? Because made me feel better. Is that, like, 0.02%? It's 56%. Are secure? Yeah. That's from all the people in, in, from, like, Kansas and stuff. Those are all the people from the South. Yeah. And in reality, the, the men South. are, oh, like, oh. on Pornhub every single day and they don't know. Exactly. Oops, oops, oops that was really mean. But Sorry. it's just basically people who get a secure attachment when they're a little kid yes. usually have one when they're an adult. Like, it doesn't usually change. And nice. I was like, makes sense. Um, <laughs> the third is an avoidant, avoidant attachment, and that's um, <clears throat> Mr. Medium. And it's people who are insecure by – or they're insecure also – but by a fear of intimacy. Right. So people who, like, don't like to be in relationships can't get in relationships because the idea of, like, being that close to someone or, like, being, like, deep or intimate with someone scares the shit out of you. Mm. So why not just, like, fuck around with 80 people and have meaningless sex because that, in- the fear. <laughs> 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 uh, so basically it means you're emotionally unavailable, which I feel like a lot of men are. I think most yeah. of the men in our generation are avoidant. Yeah. They avoid relationships. They avoid this the feelings. third category? Yeah. Okay, I feel like I'm two categories now. Oh, wait. This is very upsetting. Girl, you're about to change your life. Oh, no. oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Um, this is go back. This goes back to anxious because I forgot to say this. Oh. It's people who, like, always need validation or, like, for people who have words of affirmation as their love wait, so language. this is number two. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I meant to say it before. You're you know, good. You I clarified. Yes. You clarified. Yes. We're all on the same page. People who have words of affirmation as their uh, love language, <clears throat> Sydney Winter, um, that is that. You need validation. You need to be told you're loved every day, that you're pretty, that they love being with you. You need that on a daily basis. This is hilarious because literally yesterday, um, I, I, um, I always have this thing where I'm like, love you, love you, I love you, I love you, like every 30 seconds. And I'm sorry if it's annoying, but it's like my thing. And I was just like talking, I was talking to Pony like literally yesterday about how like, yes, I love to be validated. And he was like, what? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel yeah. like it's. I told Mr. Like Medium that. that I was where's affirmation. He was like, "So you're clingy." And I was like, "I mean, yeah, but damn." I think my my love language is gift giving. Oh, mine's where's affirmation then quality time. Yeah. You know what's super cute what? when you try and put an anxious and avoidant in a relationship because that's when I'm in. Okay, Vesty girly Sarah, this one's for you. The fearful avoidant style is anxious plus. Oh my god! Yes, thank you. This is a category with both of those. Yeah. It's called the fearful avoidant, and it means that... I feel included and you, respected. You, like, desperately want that attention and the love you get from a relationship, but they also scare the shit out of you. Ah. So it's like... <laughs> so, like, they want to be loved by others constantly, but are too scared to be loved by others constantly. Is that why I have a TikTok? I'm so dead. I'm so dead. 
Uh, um, they said it's yeah. also very rare to be this kind of person. Oh, good. Am I part of like the point zero? Oh, that makes me. It feel says very there's special. almost no research done on it because it's so rare. Oh my god, I'm so special. I'm so special. So, I feel very special. Special. So I'm not even a Samantha Jones. LOL. I'm like I want to be Samantha Jones, but I'm in a steady relationship, and I'm not going to break up with him. These people have heightened sexual behavior. <laughs> Wow! This describes me. Is this person? Does this person know me? Are we related? It says heightened sexual behavior and difficulty regulating your emotions. So per yes. So when I'm horny, I can just just you know yeah blame it on that. So I feel like to bring this all back together, I feel like the emotional trauma of my relationships, especially my earlier ones, Mm -hmm. in which like gaslighting was a common effect. And like I never addressed it because I let it, I let to, I continued to let it happen. And I never addressed it. Yeah. In the relationship or just on my own. So for me, those developed into insecurities, like that really had no basis because like I was being gaslighted. And I think I used to be secure because like I didn't want to wait if I was so cool being alone, me and big forehead were chilling. But now it's like I constantly create relationships. I have difficulty like emotional stuff. I think I went from secure to anxious because of that. Yeah. Because I never addressed the issues in my relationship, especially being gaslighted. Right. So, Sydney, what is your advice on our list? Wait, what? What is your advice to our listeners who perhaps might be going through a gaslight-ish situation to overcome it since you've been through it clearly and um, have experience and have words of knowledge? Yeah. Three steps, honeys. Why did I say it like honeys, that? Honeys. Honeys. Like, oh my god, that reminds me of the character honey. I played in the musical. Oh, it reminded me of that website where all it was like, honey. Wait, what? It's like that little like thing what? you can download. Oh my god. Download to like get discounts and it's called Honey. Oh! On the commercial, like, honey. I see commercials about that all the time. On po- Honey, why don't you... Honey, hi, we're here for you. Sponsor us. Yeah. We would love to work We'd with like you. That. Sorry. Honey. <laughs> He's thinking of gaslighting. He's on a date right now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. So at this current moment at 8.02 p.m. on Wednesday, May 5th, Sydney is being gaslit. gaslit. <gasps> Just watch um, me ask later. No, anything to hell. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> Honeys. Oh. Honeys. Ew. Falcons. Yeah. Eagles. Eagles. Don't say falcons. Mediums. Misters. <laughs> three steps. I did not think of this before I said it, so watch it not be three. Cry babies. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was so late. <laughs> that was so late. Um, one, recognize it. Because yes. I think that when you do love someone that much, you make excuses for them. Yeah. So you want, oh, that's not me being gaslit. That's him caring for me because he didn't want me to find out he was cheating and hurt my feelings. And, like, that sounds like I'm being fun of them, but I'm not because that's who I am. Like, I find an excuse for it every single time it happens. And so I think the first step is to, one, recognize it and, two, admit it to yourself because that's the hardest part. Two, make them aware of the fact that they're doing it and how it's making you feel and the fact that if it continues to happen, it will affect your relationship if it isn't already. Three, baby, get help. I don't know if it's therapy. I don't know if it's talking to someone about it, like a friend, a family member, or like going online, looking up coping mechanisms, but don't let that shit affect you long-term because it will affect your friendships, relationships, family relationships in the future. Even I if you don't think it will. Even if that. you're going through life and if you're going through the motions and not even recognizing it, it's affecting it. 100% subconsciously, if not at the forefront of your brain. Because like, you may not understand how like being told that cheating is my fault might affect how I feel about my mother. But it's like those things, you spend, you spend all night, all day thinking about why is this happening to me? Why did I make it happen? What's wrong with me? And those things stick with you. That insecurity sticks with you and affects everything you do. So those are my three-step advice for the people. I love it. Yeah. And also because in my opinion, and this is like the last thing I think we're going to say on this, unless you have anything else, is that like care towards the relationships in your life is a factor in your brain that often falls back to the subconscious. And I think that it often needs to be like, how can I further care for this relationship and nurture it so that it's healthy and it's not reflective of my past ones? And I think that recognizing when you're being gaslighted, even if you don't think it is, understanding that it has an effect on the rest of your life, like Sydney just said, I think that is an amazing first step to step three is get help and I and help can come in many forms it doesn't have to be therapy it doesn't have to be alcohol or drugs but it just has to be like something that you can rely on that's healthy so not alcohol or drugs <laughs> um and you just really have to recognize that it does affect every aspect of your life relationship wise and in general motivation energy positivity optimism okay miss freud 
Just call me Marx. Is that Marxist? I don't even know. know for, uh, Marx was literally, literally communism. <laughs> Never mind. Sarah got an A plus in history. Guys. <laughs> yes. I got a four on my A push exam. Oh, I want some ginger beer. Sorry, I keep saying that. You know what? It, ginger beer wants you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys. <laughs> Every time. I think it's been like five slaps. Goodbye, goodbye. Let's talk about fun things to do in Is New York Is that going to be a weird transition? No, I think it'll be funny. Are you sure? At the beginning, no. We're no, from crackhead at the beginning to emotional of this abuse episode, summer. No, at the beginning of this episode, we were talking about an easy way to transition from gaslighting and male pride to fun things to do in New York City over the summer. We're literally just going to talk about this for two minutes. Just like the things that we're most excited about. You know what? Let's do this. I came up with it. I'm genius. Let's both name three quick things, quickish things, that we're excited about for the summer of New York City once you get vaccinated, of course. Let's do it. Can I go That's first? Because we're going to have more ideas. Than yes. I you can go first. Um, the park. I love taking this in the park. Central Park like, specifically or any park? Um, Any park. Um, besides Washington Square Park, ill. You don't like Washington? Why not? No, too much, cr- too much crack shit going on in there. Uh, <laughs> like you just can't relax. Also, smells like ganja every day. And Pony Boy and I were stalked at Washington Square like last time he was visiting. Yeah, yeah, it was Pretty very shit. frightening. I went to Roosevelt Island last weekend with um, Mr. Medium, and like it was so fun. That's so nice. I love Roosevelt Island. Um, so like she was cute, but don't get charcuterie boards because cheese and raw meat in the sun sounds nasty. Um, get charcuterie boards. I hate charcuterie boards so much. What are you saying? People won't pay $90 for a board with some cheese and pepperoni on it. Like, okay, a pizza is $5. Cheese is an art, and it pairs amazingly with red wine. And grapes so. and kalamata olives. Uh, kalamata. yes. Kalamata. <laughs> um, cleavage. Because in the winter, it's kind of like girly cover-up. It's cold pneumonia. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> Catch me in my halter top. Yeah. In my shorts. Yeah. In my skits. From... They don't need to know. They're gonna go by. I'm kidding. Zara. <laughs> Zara at House of CB. Um, the other thing is traveling, which we can't necessarily do right now. But when it's safe to and everyone's vaccinated and it's like within your small circle or with your family, I'm excited to see my family again. And, you know, go home. It should be fun. We are also planning a trip to Las Vegas this summer, which is very exciting. We're all vaccinated, though, yes. so don't come screaming at us. Oh, yes. We're all vaccinated, and we're obviously going to get tested before we go as well, regardless. So, was that your third thing? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. Number one for me is rooftop bars. I think more of them are opening rooftop bars and rooftop lounges, which is very exciting. There are more, not only just reopening, but there are more openings, like grand openings and like restaurants that have never been opened before in New York City, like opening a branch in New York City, which is very exciting. Uh, so I'm definitely excited about that. To, like drink a cocktail, look at the skyline, take some pictures, record a podcast about it, make some TikToks. Like I'm, I'm very, very excited for that. And number two, I think an honest. This is gonna sound super mushy, but it's kind of gonna go along with like what we were talking about earlier. And it's seeing my boyfriend more often because last semester he had a job which is part of his like co-op slash program at uh, his school and he's kind of oops sorry that was my email and he's kind of uh, doing like school and work at the same time so it was hard for me to see him because throughout the week he was working and so he could never come visit here for more than a weekend but now I can go visit there he can come visit here and that's more exciting that he can come visit here for more longer more longer more longer time (laughs) So that's something I'm very excited about to spend more than like two days in New York City at a time with him. 
And then I think the third thing that I'm excited about is seeing more people who, like, two, um, this is a two, number three is two-pronged. One, seeing more people who stayed in their hometowns and didn't come back to New York City because of COVID. So they're all coming back this summer, I feel like, to finish off their uh, senior year or start work or stuff like that because you have some younger friends. And I think the second prong to that answer is just to like be surrounded by people more in general because I'm an extrovert. So I love being in contact with people and interacting with people, especially meeting people who I don't know. And COVID safe, of course, I'm obviously going to have more opportunities to do that in the summer, not just because school is ending, but because I think COVID restrictions are lifting in New York City, which despite what you think about them, slash despite if you agree, agree with Cuomo or not, I think that it's exciting to get some sense of normalcy back the cdc just released a statement very recently saying that if you um are fully vaccinated and it's been over two weeks since your second vaccination you can take your mask off in non-crowded outdoor areas which is extremely exciting but i don't know how to do that without looking like a republican i'm not doing that people are germy as hell also i can't get away with not putting makeup on if i have a mask on you can't see my face there you go there are very many perks to masks and i think that's it guys Okay, it's a, refl- it's a reflex. You have to, yeah, I'm making you change it. You it's a reflex. You Goodbye. can't say guys. What are you going to say? Fam, no. That's even worse. <laughs> it's worse. She. Crybabies. She. She. <laughs> Y'all. That's what I'd say. Yeehaw. Y'all. Let's start. Wait, let's make something funny. Let's say, say something funny. Wait, what? Yins? What's yins? It's the same pitch Yins? It means like y'all, you all. Yins. I kind of like it. Oh, yens. Lord. Everybody should be like, guys, the yen. So this is the end of our chaotic episode. We literally yes. went from what's going on to emotional abuse to what's going on again. But, <laughs> to summer. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how it be sometimes in life. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to do the closing or should I? Oh, all listening, all that stuff? Yes. You can do it. Okay. It's a lot of, it's a lot of words. Go follow our, um, no, I'll start over. Make sure to music. Yeah, what? Uh, make sure to listen to our episodes on Spotify, iMusic, iHeartRadio, wherever I you music. get your. What did I say it again? You said iMusic. Make sure to go listen to our content on Spotify. Yes, say iHeart first. Make sure to go listen to our episodes at um, iHeart. Get the iHeart app, download it. She's cute. Make sure to listen on Spotify. Go make sure to listen to Apple Podcasts as well, and follow us on Instagram at crying in public podcast and on tiktok at crying in public podcast and make sure to go look up on youtube crying in public podcast and we're the first thing that comes up when you look up crying in public podcast and not just crying in public um we love you guys so much thank you so much for listening and for all your support we have some amazing new content coming out soon regarding logos and rebranding so we're so excited to throw that in all y'all's faces we're also having a new background for our mini-sodes which you can find on youtube and wherever you get your podcasts like audio wise so we're very excited about that we're gonna have a whole new aesthetic it's gonna be fantastic just a little bit rebranding a little bit more rebranding uh we just got a professional photo shoot done so we're gonna throw that in everybody's faces colons noses eyeballs mouths we can't wait nostrils butt cracks vaginas so we're very excited thank you From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at Let'sMakeAPlan.org.